This show is presented by the 323 Network. You can watch all your favorite 323 friends and shows on the 323 Network YouTube channel. Follow us on all social media platforms at 323read. And support us as we continue to grow at patreon.com slash 323read. That's 323-R-E-I-D. All right, guys. So what we're going to jump in here with <laughs> that's funny that's funny that, look look that, that's funny Listen, I'm, I'm all for hearing cowboy fans yelling look I'm Reed, if, if, if you don't mind some parts of my conversation tonight my girlfriend is a uh, cowboy fan so you may yeah, hear anything in the background so you may have some like beep in your like podcast tonight because yeah it just happens like we typically start the Sunday hangovers with, um, well, we like to start with a question because we can always start with an answer. And I've thrown it to Scott sometimes to, you know, and ask any question that he could possibly think of. And, it, and this is what I'm giving to you, TG. Ask former XFL legend Jeff Brom. You can ask him anything in the world. It could be about football. It could be about life. It could be about wars across the world. Anything that you want to know, you can ask Jeff Brom. I've thrown this cue to Scott and Zoo before in the past, and they will usually just completely crumble. So, TG, trust good. Marquez good. Good, sorry. Your first time on the show. We're going to give you the opportunity to ask XFL legend Jeff Brom anything you want to start out the show. What do you got? Oh, my. Look, I'm going to be very simple here. What do you have for dinner? Tell me. Well, let, me out answer, let me answer that question by asking you two questions. One, <laughs> is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. <laughs> two, do I, or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Big thank you to Vin Diesel, as always. It's always great to hear that sultry voice. And you know what it means when you hear that sul that sultry voice singing Oh Happy Day. Because Oh Happy Day, it's the Sunday hangover, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. Oh, yes, folks. This is the 323 Sunday hangover. I am your host, Reed Murphy. And I'm joined to start this season in the NFL with the always lovely, the host of 323 College Shame Day. And you can see where you find him at 323 College Shame Day. He's on social media, folks. He's killing it. It's Scott Elia. Hi, Scott. Hi, Reed. And I would just like to say that going through... The whirlwind weekend of college football and staying up late for the Florida State game last night and then waking up early and looking at all the news and looking at it, all the things coming up in the slate for today's NFL games. Nothing 
has topped my day than hearing that Vin Diesel music. It it never can. That's the one thing that, that I missed is the, it. That's the thing that will always that it will always pick you up from a hangover. Again, we call this the Sunday hangover because you know after so many hours of football and you're sitting and we're just sitting and watching and if you watch college football now that's two that's an extra day of just sitting in front of the TV watching football you're really numb especially from one o'clock to four o'clock boom your mind is melted and you just want to you just want to die for like half an hour and then you hear Carrie Underwood's voice and it's sun it's time we've been waiting all day for Sunday night and it's Sunday night football and yeah it's a hangover it's a hangover but it's the best kind of hangover and we welcome a fresh new face you may have seen him if you go on to youtube the 323 network youtube channel he is the host of good gotcha of good gotcha entertainment i'm gonna get it right i promise you marquez i'm gonna get it right he's he the host been of three years he still purchased my last name i really do did i am i finally getting it right am i saying elia you got it thank god <laughs> it only took you having your own show and you pronouncing it from the start for me to really get it <laughs> look everybody it is marquez good tg trust good welcome to the show my friend yes thank you it's a pleasure <laughs> <laughs> and you can find your show facebook but but guess what guess what he set up you can find them on podcast platforms now, Good Gotcha Entertainment. That is Good with a E G O D D G O O D E. Wow, I'm gonna get all over the mispronunciation awards for the top five awards next year. They're thriving already in those files. I promise you. Oh, it's a hangover. We're allowed to be like this. We're allowed to be loose. We're about allowed to be dying. And since the NFL day is almost over as we're recording we're recording in the middle of Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants Cowboys are currently leading 19 nothing but it could be another score soon and and we'll be getting live commentary from the background of TG in his place uh we got a fan a Cowboys fan out there so we're hoping for missed extra points we're hoping for everything so we can get good live commentary as it's going <laughs> but we had a crazy first week here in the NFL, and we are going to get you recapped real quick on all the scores, all the big things with some big game music. Oh, hey, hey. Very dramatic. We even got, you know, violins in the background now. Patreon.com slash 323read to get us real horns. Production values through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, folks, it's NFL week one, and we had some wild scores, some wild sounds, everything to get you going. And first game we'll get into here, the Baltimore Ravens beating the Houston Texans 25-9. to J.K. Dobbins starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Unfortunate break towards Achilles. He is out for the season in his contract year. That sucks. Uh, we'll dive a little bit more into the Ravens as we go. Cleveland Browns, the Predators. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals 24-3. Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty signed a five-year, $275 million extension last Thursday. But 
Cleveland Browns, they hired Jim Schwartz as their defensive coordinator in the offseason. And that led to Burrow having a career-low 82 passing yards and a career-worst 52.2 passer rating plus two sacks. Now, I want to throw it over to Jamar Chase because he had a great quote after the game explaining why he was so upset losing to the Browns. It's frustrating because I called the ass elves and we just lost to some elves. So They just lost to some elves. I mean, it's embarrassing. You got you lost to some elves on the field. Tampa Bay, Scott's bitch-ass team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers blowing up my parlay, my safe parlay, and beating the Minnesota Vikings 20-17. to Baker Mayfield, listen, listen, folks, I'm telling you, listen to this show, the 323 NFL party. Luis Martinez, Big Chief Burrito, trying to tell you, Baker Mayfield, comeback player of the year. We're going to see. Meanwhile, oh, I love this one. The Arizona Cardinals coming to D.C. and losing 20-16 to to the fucking Commanders. Ah! <laughs> Commanders win the first game of the new era, the Josh Harris era, 20-16. to Whoo, that Commanders O-line sucks. But got to go with the positives. You got to go with the positives. The D-line is fantastic. You got to be happy for Josh Harris, who looked really emotional as the game was ending. Going to be interesting to see where that team goes. Over to the NFC South, the New Orleans Saints. They pick up their first win in the Derek Carr era, beating the Tennessee Titans 16-15. Derek Carr having a solid debut for the Saints, while Ryan Tannehill for the Tennessee Titans threw three interceptions. Keeping to the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons beat the Carolina Panthers 24-10. Eighth overall pick for the Falcons, Bijan Robinson had a solid debut, but second-year former starter Tyler Algier reminded them he's still there with 75 yards and two touchdowns in that game. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they took down the Indianapolis Colts, the new-look Indianapolis Colts, 31-20. And there's one thing that we can say. Calvin Ridley is definitely back. Eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. He is no longer the face of the 3-2-3's Calvin Ridley memorial betting slip. You'll find out Friday during Ricks versus Gricks who the new face is or faces of the memorial betting slip are. The San Francisco 49ers picked up an easy win, 30-7 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brock Purdy looking legit, I'll finally say it. And so is Brandon Ayuk, who was on fire, eight catches, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Steelers offense looking a bit concerning, but you can chalk that week one up to rust in the badass 49ers defense, or they're... Or they're just bad. Who knows? Meanwhile, oh, Scott, the Las Vegas Raiders beating the Denver Broncos 17-16. to A solid game by Russell Wilson. They let Russ cook, but Jimmy Pornstar thriving in his debut with Jacoby Myers. Scott, you know what I'm going to ask. Are the Raiders for real? No. Damn. They're not. Well, that means we can move on. The Philadelphia Eagles beating the New England Patriots 25 to 20. 
Patriots made a comeback effort, but they came up just short to the reigning Super Bowl champions. Meanwhile, in L.A. or in Seattle, was it in L.A.? Yeah, it was in Seattle. The L.A. Rams made it L.A. They beat the Seattle Seahawks 30-17. to And man, week one is weird. Best way to describe how this win happened is with this sound of Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald attacking Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith. On third down, Smith, pressure comes late and it's incomplete. That pressure coming from Aaron Donald. Yes, that is the the sound of the future Hall of Fame quarterback Geno Smith. Just in absolute fear. Pressure comes... And it's a reasonable, it's a reasonable thing to shout if you have Aaron Donald coming down your throat. Phrasing. Meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins beat the LA Chargers in the most exciting game of the week for some. 36 to 34, when in doubt, and it's a close game, the Chargers never fail to fail. Tua Tagovailoa throwing for 466 yards and three touchdowns with Tyreek Hill taking up 211 of those yards and two touchdowns, including an epic game winner that, yeah, we'll show we'll show one of those touchdowns later. But the last game that we have to get to here, the Green Bay Packers beating the Chicago Bears, the Bears, 38-20. to That Bears O-line needs help, and the, uh, the Packers defense looked great, but... Green Bay quarterback Jordan Love had a fantastic real debut, throwing for 245 yards, three touchdowns in the transition from Aaron Rodgers, who transitioned from Brett Favre. They can't keep letting the Packers get away with this. I'm tired of these great quarterbacks just continuing to happen one by one by one. This didn't even happen for the Colts. They went Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, but they had to deal with a year of some shithead in between that got Jim Caldwell fired. Oh, I'm tired of it. But we got somebody on the show who is not tired of that at all. And that is one TG, our resident Packers fan on the show. Our resident Bears fan, Emily Sissel, was not quite happy with this game, but she's still optimistic. She loves her fields, loves her fields. But we know TG here. He loves his love. So. TG, tell me any notes, observations you had from this weekend. I'm sure they're going to be Packers-fueled. Look, I am falling in love again. I mean, looking at that game, what can go wrong? Jordan Love, three touchdowns. Don't even have Watson on the field. What else do I supposed to even think about? And I have commentary from a Cowboys fan going, going. They're always angry, no matter if they win or lose. They're winning 26 to nothing. I know, but they win or lose, they're still... Yeah, but no, this thing, I mean, sweet baby love. I should make a barbecue sauce dedicated to him. I mean, where can I start? He fumbles the ball, throws a little a little delicious dime. Uh, talk about that. Um, I mean, what else can go wrong? My God, just sit back and just say, oh, we're going to be on our down season. What down season? Look at what this QB's doing. I, I digress. I'm going to let you move forward. Well, look, I'm, I'll stay right there, Scott. This game, Packers versus Bears, I mean, we know what the Bears were last year. They were 3-14, and 14 and they looked every bit of it. This game, we keep asking, are the Raiders for real? So I'm going to ask you here, are the Packers for real? 
I trust the Packers a hell of a lot more than I do with the Raiders. So you know what? I will say the Packers are for real, especially with how oh, wide open that NFC North is. I can see it. I can see it. Do you think the bread? Do you think they can take down the Lions? Uh, I think they could split. Trust yourself. Wait, watch yourself there. That's not a that's not a wise question to be asking you. I'm, I'm telling you. The, wait, the Lions? Are you serious? I, I just. Uh, I mean, Aaron Jones is going down. First game of the year. I, I don't like that with the hamstring, but that's scary within itself because the run game depletes there. That's what hurts. <laughs> I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I, I I was very much into I was into that Packers team. That looks legit and I wanted I that's what I wanted to see. I said that during the season preview. I wanted to see what they look like in week one before you can really decide. Now I can really see them making that wild card push. And it's showing a little more. I think Matt LaFleur really has it going there. Not gonna overreact, even though week one is the time to overreact. We all know that. But <laughs> I'm willing to go with them for right now. I'll, I'll be curious to see when they play somebody like Detroit. I can't trust Minnesota because that fucking shit, Scott. Oh, my God. Tell me about Tampa Bay versus Minnesota. Are the Buccaneers for real, Scott? Um, my expectations on the Buccaneers are still exactly where they were when we had this conversation last week. It is in the basement, the bottom of the barrel. Was this a great win? Absolutely. You go on the road against the Minnesota Vikings, who I'm still picking from my way ahead prediction and from January winning the Super Bowl and winning everything. Kirk Cousins win the MVP and things of that nature. But Baker Mayfield had a game. I mean, he's a gamer. He had to go off script a lot of that, a lot of that game. I mean, he went what 20 for 21 for 34, buck 70, two two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Um, he definitely got that receiver core going. Um, but no, the Bucks aren't for real. <laughs> They're ruining. But you, but you, but you bring chances. up a good point, especially with Minnesota. I mean, you you went into this game if you're Minnesota, thinking that is this is going to be a layup. You know, you're at home. It's first game of the year. You got all these question marks in Tampa Bay, and then they drop it. You know, going into the the end of the game in the fourth quarter. So when talking about going back to the, the Packers, it's going to come down to the Packers and the Lions. I mean, you got all the. You got all the question marks right now in Minnesota, what they're doing. The The Bears need to figure out something to do with their offensive line because Justin Fields is looking more like Mrs. Fields with how much his cookie's getting crushed with all the sacks he got today. So it's like, it's, I don't know what to make of the NFC, NFC North right now. I think, like you said, it's way too early in the season. Well, look, moving on, I want to jump in a little bit to this Bengals-Browns game. The Bengals, I'm a little worried because they're my Super Bowl pick. They're my Super Bowl pick from the uh, the NFL preview show, and I don't I don't know TG. This is a wild look, and I don't I don't know if it's the Browns being this legit. And we know they have a strong defense. We know they have the pieces there, but is there something off with the Bengals? Is there something off with Joe Burrow? I mean, this is this is a Super Bowl caliber team. This is Joe Burrow, Joe Shasty, Joe Burr. <laughs> And they 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 lose this badly. I don't know. I don't know what what the hell's going on with them. I, I looked at this and I go check my line. I'm like, I put a bet in that the Bengals win and parlay goes down. And what else are you supposed to do with Joe Burrow? You get paid that home alone money and then you decide to stay home alone <laughs> and act like nobody's home. 
Um, I just, I just feel disrespected. I lost cash on you, and then you come out there playing like. I mean, I could have threw a touchdown in the game. I mean, I'm just saying, pad me up. You did Dan Marino in the commercial. Put me in the pads. Let me go out there. I could have lost by damn short 20 points. <laughs> that's that's a great weekend of observation. Nothing to do with the actual games that were played. But how good did you feel for Dan Marino and Randy Moss and Jerry Rice? And uh, I think it was Emmett Smith. Oh, I felt so good for them. They looked so happy to be in those current uniforms. Good for them. I'm just disrespected. It was it, that was a better Expendables team to me than whatever they're popping up in the Expendables for. I keep seeing that commercial, and I'm very upset that you do an Expendables movie, and Fifty Cent is one of your Expendables. That's not how this is supposed to work. It's not, Scott. We're supposed to have like fucking ninety, like ninety nine year old Clint Eastwood out here fighting uh, uh, Donnie Yen. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I digress. Well, how old? How old is Fifty Cent now? He's got to be. He's got to be up there. He's he gonna be pushing fifty now, right? He can't be Expendables age. There's no way. <laughs> this was 50 built is 50. on this. <laughs> is he fifty? Is he fifty? <laughs> oh, he's forty-eight cent. Oh. Jason Latham in there too. How old is Jason Latham? Oh, Jason Statham. He's always been the young guy of the crew. Oh, and yeah, he's almost sixty. I just saw. I just saw. He's fifty-six right now. Megan His Fox. Is, take- Megan Fox is in it. Megan Fox is an expendable now. <laughs> all right. I don't get it. It's supposed to be the start of a new trilogy. I'm just sick of it all. Now, something I'm not sick of, hope. I'm happy with hope in Washington. You two had your wins today, your surprise wins. I expected a win today. I expected a win today from, you know, the old... The fucking commanders! Ah! <laughs> and... It was a lot closer than it should have been. And I was very, I was pissed at this in the first half. I'm like, I just had to keep telling myself, at least we have a new owner. At least we have a new owner. That's the, that's the best thing. Kevin Durant is here. Joel Embiid is with him. John Riggins finally came back for the first time in like 20 years. Champ Bailey was there because he hated Dan Snyder. So he was there for the funeral. But man, that old line sucked. And. Like, Sam Howell had it rough, and that was to be expected, and I think it was a nice reality check for for us fans because it's a second game ever in a brand-new offense with a shitty O-line in awful weather, and he can improve. That's the key. He can improve, and it wasn't a terrible game, but he was throwing some real Rex Grossman-like passes, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him try, and I think that he will. But, man, that D-line is great. And I'm all for paying sweat and trading Chase Young at this point. It could be overreaction Monday, but I wouldn't mind. I don't think that you get too much for him, but trading Chase Young for either draft picks or O-line potential to help out on that O-line, I think we would be perfectly fine with Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, and Montez Sweat holding it down. And then, like, Casey Tootill, who I think is the backup, who's actually performing pretty well. When And you would. Anybody would when you have those three other guys help holding it down there for you. Emmanuel Forbes had a great debut. I'm curious what we look like against Was- uh, against uh, the New York Giants next week. They're currently losing 26 to nothing to the Dallas Cowboys. So I think the Giants are taking that step back that we thought they might this season. But... 
yeah, I'm just I'm not trusting that offense right now. We'll see how it goes and what EB can do. But Scott, I want to turn it over to you if you have any more weekend observations from this NFL week one or possibly college football since you're the host of 323's college shame day. Uh, well, first and foremost, I would just like to kick it off with the absolute just shellacking, embarrassing loss that Southern Miss was handed by the resident college football team of the show, Florida State. That game went to damn near midnight last night, and I enjoyed every single second of it. <laughs> and because of that win, they are now up to number three in the AP poll for the rankings this year. So congratulations to Florida State and Mike Norvell and team and everyone going there. Um, also I want to say, I, I feel very sorry for Nick Saban and having, that was the, the game of the week. Of course, we'll dive a little bit more deeper into it, but Texas going into Tuscaloosa and just having, just having their way with Alabama and doing exactly what I said they needed to do to get that win. So congratulations to Steve Sarkeesian and Texas, but I want to go back to the NFL and I want to talk about a rookie quarterback who I was actually very impressed with, even with it being a loss for the team. That's CJ Stroud. Reed and fans of the show know my thoughts on Ohio State quarterbacks and how they do not translate to the NFL. Of course, it's still a very long season ahead of us. Who knows how long his career is going to be. But I will say he had a fantastic performance. I mean, 28 for 44 for 240. You know, didn't have a touchdown passing, but he was still commanding that offense like a like a vet that they're hoping to be, especially going up against a tough Ravens defense. I mean, you have Roquan Smith, you got Patrick Queen on the other side, you got Ron Darby up back there. I'm still very impressed with what I saw out of CJ Stroud. But that's another one of those teams, like you mentioned, with Washington, where they need to get some help on that offensive line. I mean, you got a stellar talent like Damian Pierce in the backfield who only rushes for 40 yards. And CJ Stroud getting sacked five times, there has to be some kind of adjustment on that front. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think I think it's coming. And you would think that it would be a little better with an O line already, you know, lit up with Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard. I think a couple mother couple other guys out there. But uh no, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the rookie quarterbacks overall looked pretty good today. You can only ask for so much from Bryce Young. We knew how bad that O-line was going to be. I felt bad for him that he threw his first NFL touchdown and then Hayden Hurst immediately threw it into the stands because he wasn't thinking. <laughs> I saw that. Did you ever see if any if they got it back? Uh, I saw that. I I'm sure. I'm, sh I'm sure just knowing fans that it was some asshole who's going to make him pay for it or something. It had to be. He's probably clutching onto that thing. You're not going to get it out of him. Absolutely. But C.J. Stroud looked pretty good. Anthony Richardson, your boy, I think he looked pretty good. I think I don't he, give him any thoughts. Yeah, I think he was. I think, I think he was showing a lot of promise in that game. It, the Colts really played up, as opposed to what they were supposed to be. Oh, who is now that we're talking about that Colts game and the Jags? Uh, the Jags. I think he's like the four-string quarterback. I forget what his actual name is. Oh, um, um, Nathan Rourke. Yeah, Rourke. Did you see that Patrick Mahomes esque scramble that he had had? No. Oh, from if, a few weeks. Oh, during the preseason. Yeah. 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 That was that was wild. I had seen a, a clip of that, and then I got excited for the Jaguars, and then seeing Trevor Lawrence throwing it to Zay Jones. That was another great, great flash for the Jaguars. Some would call it a delicious dime. Some may. Some might. 
you know what? TG, I don't know if it's time. Is it time? No, you know what? We're gonna let you. We're gonna let you simmer on those delicious uh, dimes. Okay. Oh okay. yeah, we're we're teasing the audience because I do remember there are a couple things. There are a couple non-football things from this weekend. I just wanted to get some thoughts on. Uh, Scott, this is one that's a big one for you. Michigan State. I want to get now. Of course, you can hear all of Scott's college football expertise on. 323 college shame day but that uh, you know that's coming out friday or saturday we need to talk about this as it's happening michigan state head coach mel tucker has been fired in the midst of an investigation for sexual misconduct and harassment what happened and what's the impact of this uh impact is going to be massive because the big 10 is already very 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 competitive (laughs) And Michigan State does have the talent there to be in that upper echelon vying for that Big Ten championship game. So this has huge implications. I mean, right now you got secondary coach Harlan Barnett serving as the head coach. I mean, thankfully, they still have Mark D'Antonio, who is one of the most successful head coaches in that program's history on staff as an assistant head coach. That's nice that you have that kind of a stability. But A, for one, there's no formal hearing into Mel Tucker until October 5th. So there's going to be a lot of things coming out between now and then and even after that. But to kind of sum it up, um, (laughs) he has been let go amid investigation to – and this is something that we talked about even all last year. It just seems to be another another case of sexual harassment and misconduct. And what makes this case even worse, it's – it happened to – a prior rape survivor and one of the a big a big activist in that kind of arena for activism. Um, I won't go terribly into the details of what he did because what he did was absolutely disgusting, and I don't understand how somebody can just go ahead and just do that kind of stuff. We might delve into it a little bit deeper if I feel more comfortable with it on Friday, but um, he, yeah, it's it's a very messy situation. Awful, awful. Well, I'm glad they didn't wait it. I'm glad they didn't wait it out any longer. That's what I've also been curious about. I know the investigation has been ongoing for a while now, and it just really became much more of a public light. It's the first I heard about it was like two days ago, and I guess the outrage reached a point where he needed to go now. Yeah, because the um the quote unquote alleged incident occurred back in like the end of April of last year of 2022. Um, and this is even coming off of, you know, their stellar season back in 2021. They went 11 and two. This is what really got him that contract. He had just signed a new contract for 10 years worth nine, $95 million. So, I mean, talk about just squandering your future for a, 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 mis- a, a an action that took you five seconds or five minutes that just ruins everything. Yep. Not even just for him. I don't feel bad for him at all, but I mean, you have, you have her who is an activist and she's been very outspoken. Her name is Brenda Tracy. If you, if you don't know who she is, look her up. But I mean, you just really, I just feel when these circumstances happen, you just feel for the the victim and you want to make sure that everything they're processed through everything. Okay. And whatever they need during this is that they have it. So hopefully they have some, some good programs going on for everyone out in Michigan state right now. We'll keep uh, updating that story as it goes. And again, you can catch uh, all of the latest on 323 College Shame Day as it's released. We will get more on the Mel Tucker saga and what's happening in Michigan State. Moving on to a little bit of baseball, there was a headline I saw today that the Los Angeles Angels are open to trading Mike Trout, and they are having discussions with him about his future. 
And I ask you both, I'll, I'll ask you, TG, has a sports organization in just any sport fumbled greatness more than what the Angels have done with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? You have two guys who could be considered possibly the greatest of all time. You, I mean, I was hearing that about Trout a few years ago that he could be argued as one of the greatest of all time. And now you have you've you've won next to nothing. You can't make the playoffs with them, and now you're going to lose both of them more than likely. Otani's out with a you know he's probably going to need surgery on his arm again. TG has anybody done it worse, or are the Angels just the goats? Angels are the goats. You won the grand prize. I can't find anything. I can't even search the history books to say, uh, well, no, no, that's them. They got it. What else can I say? Like you're about to give these legends away, just like, oh, give me a lay a bag of chips and the number nine, and then you can have trout all day. Oh, okay, cool, cool. What are you gonna do, Bryce Harper next? I mean, next, not in that team, but in another team. What are you gonna do them next? I mean, but for them, they're the, the Golden Glove, win the award, take it away. They're they're up there for me with the Philadelphia 76ers. They're ahead of the 76ers. The six the Sixers have damn near managed. They're up there. If they lose Embiid, if they lose Embiid, they'll be up there. But look, you know, you're talking about foot, about basketball, and I'll close out the weekend observations with this: some some more mayhem, some more misery as Team USA basketball couldn't even medal in the FIBA World Cup. And I ask, I ask you, Scott, is it a bad omen for how we're going to do in the Olympics? Or is it the necessary bat signal to get the big guns on the team? Well, LeBron already came out stating that he had interest in coming back out to be part of that Olympic team. I think in especially with basketball being a sport on the world stage, such as, you know, soccer is. There's so much talent around the world when it comes to this. And I think this is just showing you that parity in the sport is at an all-time high. It doesn't matter if you're from Lithuania. It doesn't matter if you're from Canada, the United States. Insert random-ass country here. You're going to have p- players who are going to be able to play. And the only reason why those countries are getting a knock is because they aren't on the forefront of everyone's mind like these bigger countries like Germany and the United States and Canada and Spain and things like that but i'm all for it i'm all for it you know as much as i want team team usa to win every sport get gold medals and every single thing i've also been a proponent of you know these olympic games being more for the amateur athletes and not for the pros that's a that's a that, i understand that argument i can get down with that but i also like to see us dominate and i'm and i'm down da- i'm down if this this what a hell of an argument that is to throw at you know LeBron James and Steph Curry and those guys to say hey just come out one last one one last ride as Vin Diesel would say one la- one last ride and you can go out you are the only thing that can save us and LeBron's thinking you know what I think I might just do that Taco Tuesday in Paris let's go that was more of a Shaq impression no matter what just keep just keep Dylan Brooks away from being the face of the team this is just ammo for Draymond Green. Because it ain't happening right now, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. You're a clown. <laughs> you know who's not a clown, Scott? TG. Um, 
TG is not a clown. TG's got a bag of tricks, though, and he has got something new that we are introducing to the Sunday Hangover, something I could not wait to get into, and they are TG's Delicious Dimes. (laughs) Ah. Ah. <laughs> Delicioso dimes. We got the Let me tell you, dimes, TG. <laughs> Delicioso dimes. This week's Delicioso dimes. Huh. Let me start with the good old Christian McCaffrey. Boy, oh boy. Let me show you. Look at this. What? This guy, cream of the crop, just goes up. Hold on, we're gonna play around with them a little bit. Uh-oh, ring around the rosy. Uh, no, what else? Not even that. That's a TD from an injured man, former uh, Panther. But then can we go to Baker Mayfield? Wait, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay? What is going on? Oh my goodness. This is bread and butter to who? Evans, you don't want to pay the man? Can anybody tell me why the hell they don't want to pay that man? Give me some money. Trevor Lawrence, where you at? I know you're out there connecting. Uh-oh, is that money? Ching-ching, and it's not Cash App. Give me that. Oh what? God. This is sick. And the feet was in. Look, and then I have to, I, I, I have to go to the Dolphins. Boy, oh boy. Tua? Tugging? All day. All day. What else that's do I have to do? What else? That's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be a recurring thing all year. Of those Tyreek Hills. Delicious dives. <laughs> Delicioso dives. A TG. And, and, and do we got one more delicious time? Oh, I think I got, got, I got a few for you. I got a few. You for got a few. You Surprise me. I, I know me. that you're going to love. I think we got, well, you know, talking about love. Oh, sweet baby love. New barbecue sauce tried in Kroger's and all sorts near you. I didn't like the light that led up here, but uh, hey, I'm falling in love again. <laughs> it wasn't just that, though. This is my favorite. What? Oh, about the cry. Did we see that? Did you see that? Scott, did you see that? You need some you need some oh, tissue for it. your eyes. You need your tissue, the Scott's tissue for your eyes. Because <laughs> oh what? Man. Oh my god. It just repeated. It was just sweet. It was sweet barbecue sauce by sweet baby love. Love threw that through a hole smaller than Swiss cheese, man. I don't know how you got in there. Even look, even in that game that you love. I even had the opposing quarterback getting a delicious dime for you. Oh, no. Don't do it to me. Don't. Why? Why? Close. Cut it off. Close it. Cut it off. <laughs> it went the other way. <laughs> Look, no, that's what I said. Cut it off. Don't hurt them. Don't hurt the Bears. Oh, no. Their feelings. We put them back in hibernation. Back. Goodbye. Return to Cinder. You've got mail. Jordan I will love. say if you if you go back and look at that Christian McCaffrey 62 yard scamper, focus on Brandon Ayuk and look at the just absolute layout block that he gets right here. Oh yeah. Boom. Bam. Yeah. Yike! 
What else can you ask for? And look, we don't even have it because it's live, but there's a lot of delicioso dimes happening in Dallas right now as they manhandle whatever they want to call this. I don't even give the giant's name. I'm disrespected. I, I put money on this game and I'm totally disrespected. Delicious dimes. <laughs> Those are TG's delicious dimes. Delicioso. I like them. Look at that. We have highlights. Hey, that's the uh, that's the visual show for you folks. Remember, if you're listening on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, go to the 323 Network on YouTube and see our beautiful faces in those delicious dimes. Actually, I don't I can't say it. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let soundboard me say delicious Yes, Scott, that's the face you make. I feel like I need to call HR after. <laughs> this sounds dramatic. And it sounds like it sounds like fate. If fate were coming for all of us. Oh my god, what is this? Oh, we have props. It must be because TG's here. TG knows the props for us. Yes, folks, it is the red solo cup of destiny. It's that time. We missed it during the NFL Glant show, and <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Scott. It, it, it can't, you can't avoid destiny. You can't avoid it. This like is Thanos, the red solo cup of destiny. And what's in here, and I can't even, I can't throw my hands to it. And where's the camera? Look. There are five helmets, five football helmets, some from the 90s, some from current, that are going to be picked by us. Three of us. There's three of us. And we'll pick for Zoo and Luis, too. I was going to I was gonna say, can we pick for Zoo and we, Luis first? Because fuck them. You know what? We will. I think we will. Now... This Wait, is the, no, we, we no, we this is where so, us three need to have a conversation in private. Okay. And the listeners at home. Okay. Now, do we want to give them the better odds of pulling somebody that they might be okay with? Mm. Reed, you know the, the peek behind the curtain. You know who's in the bucket, I'm assuming. I do know who's in the bucket. Would it be would it be better for us to pull now or face fate and get what's left over or give them odds well okay let me explain the rules to the audience here and to you two because i haven't told you the way that this is gonna go is we're each going to pick a helmet out of this red solo cup of destiny and that is our team for the year that team that you pick needs to finish above 500 they need to finish at nine and eight or somewhere maybe they'll get a tie but they need to finish above 500. That tie is not going to help them. So, if they don't finish above 500, if you got a shitty team, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're going to get punished by the Red Solo Cup of Destiny. We're going to put it up. Whatever our punishment was that didn't make it to our fantasy league, that's going to be those people's punishment. That is doing a show from a Waffle House. 24 hours in a Waffle House. They either have to f- be 24 hours in a Waffle House or they eat 24 waffles. It's up to you. Every waffle kills an hour. So you better get a good team. But I guarantee 
oh, based God. off of one of the helmets in here, we're going to have at least one person doing a show from a Waffle House. So, <laughs> I think what you're asking now, Scott, if we give Zoo and Luis a better chance. I mean, they didn't come, they didn't make it on tonight. Luis, on one hand, he has a power issue in the West Coast, so you know he couldn't do it. Zoo might be sleep deprived, but at that same point, Zoo is five and zero in his Ricks versus Grix picks based off of his sleep deprivation. And I'm not feeling really good about it. So I'm down to give him bad chances, just like we did with the Thanksgiving food draft. So right. I don't I TG, do you think the odds are better or worse if we give them their first picks? Huh. Maybe better. Maybe better? Okay. Maybe better. We'll we'll save them for last. We'll save them for last. <laughs> but it's between us now of who wants to go first. And you know what, TG, you didn't get you didn't get to do Ricks versus Gricks last week, so I'm going to give you the first pick if you want. If you want the first pick out of this bucket, I can give it to you. And then after that, we're just going to go off of who's doing well in Ricks versus Gricks. Um, right now, that would definitely be Scott. Scott is 4-1 and one in his Ricks versus Gricks picks as of Sunday night. <laughs> he got the Lions. He got the Saints. He got the Cleveland Predators. He did not get the Steelers over the 49ers. For some reason, three of us picked the Steelers. Zoo didn't. But he also did pick the Dolphins. So Scott's going to get that number two pick unless TG wants to go number two. Uh, let me go first. He's going Let's first. get the fade on. Let's oh, get it in. Yes. Oh, Let's I'm get so in. excited. All right. I'm going to rattle into this red solo cup of destiny. And you tell me when to stop, TG. Go ahead, stop, stop, stop it now. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is going to be your team. I have it in my hand. I have your destiny in my hand, TG. <laughs> Waffle, Waffle House, here I come. Oh, <laughs> this helmet feels square. I don't know why. Uh -oh. <laughs> Wait, what? But what? the team that is your team for the year, TG, is... Oh, this helmet is faded. If you can't see it, it's the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. <sighs> wow. Uh, Waffle House here I come. I don't know, man. <laughs> they're in the NFC they're in the NFC South. They got you know, they got two games. So the only one that I would worry about is the Saints game. Well now the the Buccaneers they want to do anything, but that's I'm sure there's a worse one in there than the Falcons. I they got one loss coming because of Green Bay. That's next week. I, I mean, I, w I wish that game was at the end of the season so you would have to root for Atlanta. <laughs> in order to... A moral dilemma. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think I think they're going to do well. I think in my picks, I had them finishing around eight and nine. So they they'll finish around that five hundred thing. It's going to be stressful for you. And I'm probably have them as around five hundred anyways. I'm excited for you. So, Scott. <laughs> Yes. You're up unless you want me to go next. Nope. You want it? Give me give me give me the helmet. Oh boy. All right. Oh no. So you're gonna tell Cleveland me when Browns. to stop. <laughs> stop. Oh no. Oh boy. Am I eating waffles? Oh boy. Is, Is Scott gonna eat waffles? I, it's the Colts. I gotta I gotta root for Rich Richardson, aren't I? It's the it's the Colts. It has to be the Colts. That's I the only way the fake can get me. I kind of wish this one had gone 
to the zoo. Oh. It's the Baltimore Ravens for Scott. Well, they J.K. Dobbins just went down for the year, so we'll see what the injury bug happens now for, for Baltimore. Great omen for you. Great omen for you. All right, I'm up next. Uh oh. The Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. Actually, no, it would make me more pissed off if they really end up losing. <laughs> All right. My team that will take me to glory or not is... Oh, no! Oh. Ooh. <laughs> the Hall of Famer Geno Smith Seahawks. Oh, now I'm upset. You could have had the Hall of Famer, Geno Smith. I could have Smith. had him myself. Oh, no. I don't um, know. How. Well, they lost game one, and I'm, they lost to the LA Rams. I don't know how to feel. So, of the two helmets that are left in that bucket right now, is the one that you were referencing still in there? It could go, it could go one of two ways. Now that I'm looking at it, because I thought that there was a Houston Texans helmet in here somewhere. <sighs> But that is nowhere to be found. So the Houston Texans helmet is not in there. I think the Atlanta Falcons helmet may have been the worst one, but there's also another one in here that could go one of two ways. The other one, the uh -oh. other one I think, is a guarantee. The other one, I think, is a guarantee. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. So do well, now we want, it's down to Zoo and Luis. Do we want <laughs> Luis to have this pick or Zoo to have this pick? Uh, give it, uh, give it to Louise. Okay. All right. That's Zeus punishment for going five and zero right now. He has to go last. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. That's what it should have been. Rubbling. All right. So. Luis's helmet is. Oh, I already know what this one is by the time I felt it. Uh, uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, it's Zoo. Oh, Zoo. Good. Luis's That's helmet, the Washington oh, Commanders. The command. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Well, you know what? Now that I'm thinking, for for you and for Zoo, I would prefer you guys not having that because, like you said, if you had pulled that, then you just it would be insult to injury after yeah. a bad year, and you got to go stuff your face with waffles. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Zoo just continues to fucking win because his helmet is the Kansas City Chiefs. Might be trouble in paradise. It should be. It could be. There are, there are to remind the folks at home and primarily me because I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, what were the rules again? <laughs> oh. So the rules are: if your team mm. finishes below five hundred, mm. you have to spend twenty-four hours in a Waffle House or eat twenty-four waffles. Each waffle that you eat erases an hour, and you will but be it, doing the show from that Waffle House. <laughs> But it doesn't matter how many teams go under 500. So, like, all five could go under 500. Right. But is there going to be a tiebreaker? Like, who has the worst record of that five? No. Or of that tie? No. Nope. just whoever Any, gets it? Whoever, whoever, whoever finishes oh. under 500 is going to be eating at a Waffle House. It can be multiple people. We could be doing the show together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see. 
We'll see. That is the Falcons, red solo. Falcons, Falcons, You're Falcons. You're for the Falcons. Falcons. I'm rooting for the Seahawks. I hate the Seahawks. Ugh. This is going to be a time. That is the Red Solo Cup of Destiny. We'll see you later, Red Solo Cup of Destiny. And you know what? We might see the Red Solo Cup of Destiny sooner than you think. Because we might have a redraw at the halfway point of the season with even more helmets. It could be insane. You see my eyes. It's fucking crazy. I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh. Oh, folks. You should be scared. You should be extra scared, and you should be going to bed scared. This has been the 323 Sunday Hangover. Scary times. Dallas Cowboys are winning 26 to nothing as we finish. So I think we can I think we can go. I think we can leave this NFL Sunday with the Dallas Cowboys victory. And if they lose, my God, we'll do a bonus show because that'll be fucking hilarious. It'll be great. Oh. But in the meantime, I have to thank our boy T.G. Marquez Good, host of Good Gotcha Entertainment. You can find it anywhere that you get podcasts. You can find them on Facebook. T.G., you have any closing thoughts, and thank you for being here. Hey, just go out and look for a sweet baby love sauce. It's coming. You'll fall in love all over again. <laughs> Delicious times. That cringy face is courtesy of the host of 323 College Shame Day, Scott Elia. Thank you again for being here, buddy. Any closing thoughts for you? Uh, Yeah, uh, fans of the 323, especially when we have the Sunday hangover and we have shows throughout the week, understand that there is always one question that we have to answer to make sure everything is okay in the world. And that is Paul Tagliabue. Oh, God damn it. I have to bring the is graphic he still back. with us. <laughs> is he, is he still with us? I just checked. He's still with us. Oh, thank gosh. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's delicious. That's a delicious dime. Oh, God. Oh, God. TG disappeared into the ether. I don't know where he went. So I'm going to go find Griffin. (laughs) To find Griffin. So I'm going to say good night to everybody or have a good day, whatever time you're listening to this. This has been the 323 Sunday Hangover. Again, you can find me and the show on all the social media platforms at 323read. That is 323read. And, of course, if you're listening, you need to check out the show in its visual form. The 323 Network on YouTube. See our beautiful faces. See these great highlights before the NFL snipes us. It's been a great show. We will see you on Friday for Ricks versus Gricks. You will get the latest picks, and you'll obviously we'll just need to be sleep-deprived. I'm going to go without sleep on Wednesday and Thursday to make sure that I have the best picks possible and make a comeback here because this is fucking ridiculous where's it we need justice oh in the meantime folks stay safe we will talk to you soon again check out 323 college shame day stay safe and have a shameful day oh, <laughs>